I come back. I welcome you again to my episode of P4 Paths. I'm really, really excited. Thank you so much for tuning in to the last ones. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. Through do like and share as much as you can. And so yeah, today's path is a very interesting one because it is a continuous one. It doesn't end but rather it evolves with the many different people that you meet um, on that path and the many different things that happen and this path is called healing you see you never really know that you are wounded or you're hurt until you reveal it to yourself and be vulnerable about the things that actually bring you pain for me after losing my mom in 2015 i never completely allowed myself to grieve from it so the healing process was very very difficult i'm still in it five years later because i felt like i denied myself the emotion and the feeling of being in that moment and releasing my hurt so that i can heal properly you know and just i've been to therapy before i think maybe three times and i've learned that when you bottle things up there just comes a point in your life where it's like every single traumatic experience and every single thing or person that has brought you pain will just explode because your body and your soul and your mind and your heart are so hardened and heavy that they can't carry any much more of denial and i say denial because everything else that that comes in is like the complete opposite of that so once you deny yourself that you're feeling something or you're feeling a certain way about a certain thing it's gonna boil down to one thing and that is an emotional outburst <laughs> again i have my best friend in studio i love him so much because this man has literally seen me move from one season to to another one season of a hurt to another season of hurt hurt by different things you know by work by relationships by people you know and we're going to talk a little bit more about that and the role that he played and continues to play um, in my life as as I heal through the traumatic experiences that I've had and just also him after just recently losing his mom and starting his process of healing and and how I am vowing to be there every single step of the way. My best from D. What's up? Again. <laughs> <laughs> so when we met or rather when we started becoming friends mm -hmm. i you know what actually describe how that was kind of this was during that phase where you're still <laughs> you're still a go-get <laughs> so listen together yeah, listen together like games yeah uh very few will know but very few will understand but don't know um and so you were you're very heavily guarded and what i mean by that is Corey, um, we talked about it last week how uh, you, f you felt that love was transactional, you know, and I remember the very first conversation we had, you thought I was hitting on you. <laughs> and I was just there I like, <laughs> I was there like, screw, hold up, <laughs> wait a minute. Um, but there was, a, there was this, and it's a, it's a thing that those who are closest to you know 
only those who are closest to you. There's a there's an air of vulnerability that you possess. Absolutely. But with that, it's very it's very guarded in 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 this exterior shell, which most people they never got beyond that surface level. They were only at that shallow level. So all they saw is hey, this party girl, hey hey, hooray. But so it's the depth that you bring with it. So I think those 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 people whose paths you crossed, who were able to tell her ah. Can I tell her, hey, hey, there's more incoming. We knew that there was there was a lot of things that had happened to get you to that point. Yeah. But we knew that there were still things waiting for you beyond that point. And I think the process of becoming your friend was understanding the woman who stood in front of me and mm -hmm. everything she was carrying and who she was yet to become. And it was just like our job was as as your friends at that point in time was to stand by your side, you know, as you learned who you were. Because, like, if I had told you, like, I'm just like, hey, you need to start partying. <laughs> I would have blocked you. Simple. I would have blocked you. Delete. I swear. <laughs> but I would never talk to you again. You know, because you're right. I do have a very, I'm very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And now I say it out of a place of boasting mm -hmm. in my weakness. Because it's not, a, it's not from a place of me not being strong or anything like that. But I understand my emotions. I'm very intertwined with how I feel. Mm -hmm. And it has propelled me into a higher self. And I, I have you and God. Well, rather I have God and you and, other, my, and some of my friends to thank. Because I realized that it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a shield of protection. But it was a wall of hindrance, you know and everybody has gone through trauma you know we've all gone through traumatic experiences um that has led us to having this big shell of protection or this big wall but now it becomes a problem when it hinders you from now being another version of yourself because i was so stuck on, on one version of myself because i did not want to open up to anything or anyone i remember i was actually going through our, our conversations on on messenger and i remember sometime I was telling you, you were telling me that you were praying for me and I said thank you and you were, so I don't know, it's like you're sensitive or something, I was like, he's like, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about it, but please do pray for me and you were just so consistent in that until it just got to a point where I was like, my nigga, look, <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what's happening, I don't care if you're going to judge me, but this is exactly what is happening, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to go, I don't mm. know how I'm feeling, it was such a mess, you know? But I don't know, healing for me is very, it's a beautiful process when you allow yourself to feel the emotions that come with it, you know? When I went for therapy, about, I think the beginning of the year, the reason why I wanted to go was because of relationships. I was like, there's something wrong with me. No, I, need to, I was like, there's no way. Like, no way. Like, that I have to do something about it. So when I first went for therapy, I just told this woman, I'm like, look, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on. But all I know is that I am very much aware that I'm hindering myself. And I don't know why it's like that when it comes to men. Because when it comes to my friends, everything is just, you know, I can Kosher. tell. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But when it comes to men, I'm just like, yay, you know, mm -hmm. super guarded. And she's like, you know what, let's just dig into your past a little bit. And we talked about my childhood traumas, about how, you know, my parents' divorce affected me and mm -hmm. how the relationship that I had with my with both my mom and my dad individually also just affected me as well, you know, and stuff like that. And at the time, 
at the time it was me doing exercises that she was asking me to do mm -hmm. but not allowing myself to be in the healing process because i took it as an exercise okay exactly. excuse me so it was it was like that for us you know i was like nah you know i'm healing or whatever you know until about a month or two ago mm -hmm. when i forgave my dad yeah i remember that yeah it was it's funny because i i i didn't even i didn't even plan on doing it it was just me praying to god to say god the five-year-old inside of me is crying for her dad but this 27 year old girl is like a shop so <laughs> i don't know what we're going to do but i need to address this issue and i need to get out of the system because it is affecting every single male romantic relationship that i'm having with males it all boils down to my dad and i prayed and i left it like i prayed and then i left it until it happened where my dad and I are now at a point where I can literally say I love you and he's like I love you too and he calls me his girl you mm -hmm. know and he still calls me his nickname so now that we're at a good place I now view men differently it's like oh right hey I, I was a problem <laughs> you know but not that there was something wrong with me but I just realized that me had not forgiven my dad hindered me from having proper relationships with people oh, absolutely. and that's why maybe they were so transactional that's why it was always a give and take because it was like that with him mm -hmm. so the man that was supposed to protect and love me and profess all these things to me failed me mm -hmm. but after i forgave him i'm like you know what men aren't so bad <laughs> 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 this time i because like i'm saying you know healing is a yeah. healing is a process no you know what you're talking about is, is something that I, I, I learned from one of my mentors. Yeah. Um, he walked into class one day, this is a professor that I had who ended up being my mentor, and he said a sentence that was so deeply profound. Well, he, and he said it as he was writing it down on the board. He said, um, hurt people hurt people. Absolutely. And he was just saying, Larry, we all carry, like, we're, we're walking, ticking time bombs, really grenade, yeah, like we're holding it in our, in our hand. Yeah. And it's just all the stuff that we, we fail to heal from, we're going to put it on someone else in some form or fashion. You know, um, when you look at the stages of grief, there's, there's, there's the denial, there's all of these, but there's a very particular one, yeah, in the anger stage, you know? And that, that anger stage is where like a lot of people like point a finger at God, point yeah. a finger at the doctors, their friends, they just, they point a finger at everyone because they need to express their emotions, yeah. but they don't know how to. And it's, it's, it's always telling that most people, once they've actually completed and gone through that anger phase, they get to a slow stage of acceptance where they actually start to, like it starts to sink in, you know? Mm -hmm. But we, we all carry around all these, so many wounds that we, we go and put on other people, you know, like, and, and you always hear it, more, 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 more relationship in Zawatu, you know, like, ah, so-and-so, just because, you know, the way he saw that his mom treat, his dad treated his mom, is the, is the reason that's a buddy relationship and everything like yeah. that. It's all that projected pain that he hasn't he hasn't dealt, dealt with. with. And he carries it to all these women that that, that, that he go, he's going to encounter. 
you, you know? know why it's like that? Because people don't expose the pain. They don't. People don't expose the wound. You they know? make they make Jay- you believe everything. Jay Z said you can't heal from what you don't what what you don't expose. You mm-hmm. know, like if you don't if you don't let people know, be vulnerable with yourself, and admit what I'm hurt. You're not gonna heal from it. You know, it brings me to how I got to this place where a place of vulnerability mm-hmm. with God, especially, and I've noticed that. Every single time I was vulnerable with God about exactly how I felt about a situation. I'm not talking like censored things. I'm taking God. I am pissed. Mm-hmm. I am hurt. I don't like this. Ex- as raw as the emotions come out, that is when the healing started. Oh, absolutely. But now people always just try to hide it under under alcohol. And I get it. I understand it. You know, you hide it behind alcohol. You hide it behind a relationship that you have no business being. You hide it behind having a circle of friends that are adding more to to that pain and that trauma than they are taking away from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for me, I'm like, you. we're all hurt, you know? We're all go through something. We're all... We're all something happened to us that made us who we are whether it's a traumatic experience whether it's 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 a traumatic conversation it doesn't matter but what matters is that we're both, we're all still responsible of how we're going to react to that or how we're going to respond to that you know i read somewhere where i read somewhere somebody said you learn grace when you understand that what another person does or says to you has absolutely nothing to do with you Ever since I learned that, I have never been happier. Mm-hmm. I used to be so pissed about why is that colleague treating me that way? Mm-hmm. Why is the supplier doing that? Why is my boyfriend doing that? Well, X. Why is this guy doing that? Why is my friend doing that? I mm. used to think that there was something wrong with me for these people to just keep treating me this way. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that no, man, it has nothing to do with me at all. Dolan, if you're going to say something bad about me or even something good about me, it is not a reflection of my character, but yours. Mm, you absolutely. So every, so I've always just approached things like that. Horu, you know what? Whatever it is that they're going through, it's fine. I get it. We're all healing from whatever. But I'll choose grace. It is hard to choose grace. Gotta pray for your enemies, man. But I, but I choose. I choose grace. I choose grace. I choose... I choose to heal in a graceful manner because like you just said, hurt people do hurt people. I've mm-hmm. hurt people. You know, people have hurt me and it was misguided it's just that pain. Chain. Yeah. That you know, exactly. But like I'm saying, we're all responsible to how we well how we respond to our traumatic experience, you know. I read somewhere, I don't know if it was Buddha or whatever, or said guru, one of the two, um, where he said where he said that you anger people don't get angry you just choose anger as a response mm-hmm. people don't make you angry you just choose anger anger as a response, as a yeah. response. and i'm like we're all we're all i mean we're all a product of our decisions and choices right oh, yeah absolutely so why not choose something different i think for me one of the realest aspects of that is there was there's this thing that they say that side it's not as common here you know um but they'll be like, ah, how can you live with yourself? You know, like, <laughs> and you, in your head you're thinking, ah, very nicely actually. Like, I sleep like a baby. Yeah, you well, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I think the when I was at my when my I was at my absolute worst, there was a saying I used to tell people that the truest reflection of you can be seen in the eyes of the ones you hurt most yep. because those are the ones by they have this love for you but you can see just how how much your hurt projected onto them 
has torn them apart, you know. And uh, those are those particular situations that I, I got involved with, in, and um, by the end of it, I felt like the worst human being in the world. Yeah. And I had to have an honest conversation with myself, like man to man, look myself in the mirror and be like, yo, who are you? Like, this is not the man your mom raised. This is not the, the, the man your sister raised. Like, your dad didn't raise this man. He's not been an example of, like, Oman, you know? And when I looked at myself in the mirror, generally, because a lot of people don't do that. Like, they do it for vanity reasons, but I'm not even talking like a physical mirror. I'm talking like mm. a soul mirror. And when I looked at myself in the mirror, I realized, hey, man, I'm carrying all of these, all of these things from so many places that anyone that I encounter is going to be hurt is going to be added to this chain of, of hurt because it's a mood and it just worked itself to me and it's going to work itself to other people unless I actively choose her it stops with me and I think at that process when I started my 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 healing from a lot of the things that I went yeah. through you know uh, cultural things spiritual things emotional all of that when I started that I realized that for a lot of the people around me our relationships got better. Absolutely. I was no longer toxic. And do I still have toxic moments? Absolutely. Yeah. Not a perfect person. <laughs> I know I know I have very toxic moments and toxic traits. But I you do. are aware of them and you don't let them define your next action of e thought. Exactly. Yeah. And like that 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 healing for me allowed myself as well to become a healing place for others. Absolutely. And that's when I believe when I started engaging in that healing process. That's what drew you in. That's you were attracted to that healing aura. It's like, this isn't going to hurt me anymore. This is someone who's going to listen, who's going to be there and everything like that. I can tell you, had the you of old <laughs> met me, the me of old, Ushem. Toxicity. Yo, yo, grenade, Botswana. Once. So, you know, in conclusion, healing is a process. It's a continuous process. But I, I do say one thing, and I leave you with this. Not every person in every season should go with you in the next season of your life. You don't have to cling to every single soul that you meet. Preach. Every single person that comes into your life for a particular season is there for a reason. You just need to allow them to do what they need to do in that particular moment of your life to get you to become the next version of yourself that God has created you to be. Don't cling to your old past. Don't cling to your mistakes. It happens. We've all been through things that we regret, but it's fine. It happens. We're human. You know, we're made to make mistakes. It is the mistakes that we make that make us better. You know, it is the toxicity that I was in that has allowed me to be this person that I am today in front of this camera saying these things. Hadn't I gone through that, I wouldn't be me. Healing is a beautiful process when you just allow yourself to just open up to the idea of it and be vulnerable about your pain and your traumas and the things that make you sad and the things that trigger you to respond in anger. It's okay. Don't condemn yourself. We're all healing from one thing or the other. But remember, not every person belongs in every season in your life. All right. So, for me, and my best friend D, we wish you a graceful healing in whatever experience that you're going through. And as I also continue in my healing process, I hope that maybe one day me and you will cross paths. I mean, it is people paths, right? In the next episode, see you next week.